Hello, welcome back to Dream Space. I'm your host, Kira. I took a little break last week, but I'm back. And this week, we have a really, really exciting guest. I mean, this is kind of crazy. I've known this girl since I was born. We have been friends literally since day one. She's calling all the way from the UK. It's Miss Daisy, Daisy Robertson. Hi. Hi. Oh my goodness. This is crazy. Like we were just saying, we were just saying how we don't really talk like this. Like we Snapchat and we like, we'll send the odd message here and there, but we see each other, what, like every two, three years? Yeah, we only talk like face to face when we're actually like seeing each other in person, but it's kind of so random depending on like how our summers have crossed over. Mm -hmm. Especially like yeah, because you, I mean, we'll get into it, but you have lived in multiple places. So sometimes it's been like four or five years, but whenever yeah. we see each other, it's like, it's the exact Flip. same. It just clicks. It just, oh, I love it. So good. So how have you been? What's new in your life? Obviously COVID is really bad over in the UK. Um, so you've been, you were just explaining to me that you were, you're, you're in lockdown basically. Yeah, this is like, I think it's our fourth or maybe fifth week of national lockdown and we've got like five more weeks to go like we're meant to be getting out of lockdown on the 8th of March I think but who knows what's going to happen because there's apparently loads of new strains Mm -hmm. so it's it's not been the funnest time but it's given me time to do other stuff I guess. Yeah and so has school then you've been doing school all online I'm guessing. Yeah all online school exams like who's no no idea what's going to happen really but and is this your last year of school like you'll graduate my last year doing exams this year and then hopefully going to uni next year I think that's that is crazy no because here so we we're not really we're not in lockdown we have um restrictions and things that people mm, are kind of following I mean like we're not supposed to have any gatherings and like But other than that, like everything's pretty normal. Anyways, I think we should just dive straight in. I mean, I want to talk a little bit about our friendship because like I mentioned at the beginning, we have been friends basically since we've been born. Yeah, forever. (laughs) Like I'm trying to think, we went to treetops together. Do you remember those days? Oh my God. God. And the photos from when we were like little toddlers are so cute. Yes. And we we started dancing together I think that's a big thing doing the little baby ballet and we had I'm trying to think because that was at the little church yeah um for those that don't know we are from a pretty smallish town um called Henley on Thames in the UK and um we both well I when did when did you leave I left when I was like four years old I think and you left I left when I was 11. 11. Okay, so yeah, so... Maybe 12. Yeah, so I never did um, any kind of proper school there, but we both did baby ballet together, skipping around. We did... We spent a lot of time together doing random... Yeah, we had, like, nursery together. So, like, our, our, like, extracurricular activities together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I remember... I remember the first, like, leaving or moving to Canada and then going back the first time did I have a Canadian accent do you think or do you think I still sound like do you remember like do you remember me coming and I feel like I remember 
I think you did actually because I just remembered um one of the strongest times I can remember is when we did that like fashion thing oh and we like dressed each other up and I can remember thinking you sounded like well obviously at that point I hadn't really traveled so I didn't know the difference between American and Canadian but that was what I was like that was the vibe I was getting no I definitely remember the first time going back and visiting and everyone being like you sound so American and I was like I do not sound American (laughs) like um no but that is crazy I'm trying do you remember um Betty do you remember the doll of course I remember Betty oh Oh my my goodness a doll was it I don't even it was kind of creepy yeah it was like a doll that I'd like vandalized and we put makeup on it and we named it Betty um and we had like a little journal for it I mean we weren't the best at it but we would like exchange it wouldn't we yeah like I'd have it for a summer and And then then I'd bring it yeah and then you it was quite good to be honest we were quite we were like quite good as, for our age that was kind of good that was impressive yeah yeah and I'm like going back to the dance thing so we both started doing ballet together and I remember um sitting in your room when we were younger laughing about how like we both were going to start a little um ballet school together do you remember yeah, that I remember and talking about like how we were going to marry like Russian men or something because they're really flexible do you remember this <laughs> It's like a vague like, memory. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so, just... Honestly, well, I don't even know what we were thinking, but I guess considering we didn't have that much knowledge back then, so no, we just we along the right lines. We both just we both just loved to dance, and that's that's carried through for, yeah. in both of our lives. Um, but before we get into talking more about dance, I want to talk a little bit more about you and you growing up and you because you've lived across three different places and three very different places I mean you can elaborate more but you've basically grown up around the world which I think is so cool um yeah so let's start so you you grew up and you were born kind of I spent your early years in Henley yeah and then you made the first move to Boston so what was moving to America like from growing up or spending your early years in the UK it was so funny because there were some things that obviously I had all these like stereotypes and some of the things that I thought were definitely going to be true were true mm-hmm. and then it was just like it was quite different to be honest from mm-hmm. what I also because number one because I moved from I moved into secondary school or like um what, what do they call it again middle school middle school okay yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like a jump in itself going from primary to secondary for me mm-hmm. um and then just obviously moving cultures as well was like yeah. a big difference. But it was like, I definitely had some good experiences there. Did you like Boston? Did you, um, did you, cause I just want to go back to the middle school thing. Cause middle school here, I think is such a, some people really, really enjoy it. And some people absolutely hate it. Like what was, yeah, like you said, what was middle school like? And um, how long, how many years were you in Boston for? I was there for like just about two because I moved I moved moved. in summer and then I moved Mm -hmm. just before summer like two Mm -hmm. roughly years later so what was that what was middle school like middle school it was it was interesting yeah Yeah, it was an experience Mm -hmm. I found that like 
so in terms of like academics a lot of my subjects were so different so things that I have only learned this year or last year in like science mm-hmm. I literally learned in year seven just because of the way they teach it is so different yeah um and things like this is really random but like in math all my friends here in the UK they say like minus seven or like minus numbers mm-hmm. whereas I was literally it was drilled into me they were like you have to say negative and so oh, everyone's really? like why why are you saying that and I was like I literally just can't stop and I always like write things with like a z instead of an s okay yeah yeah so there's definitely been like some impact there and there must also be like even like were people like, oh my God, your accent and like little things that British people like say, or like, did you find that people were kind of intrigued by, do you know what I mean? Like, were people kind yeah, of almost like yeah. obsessed with like, I, cause I feel like in America, there's this little bit, and even like over here in Canada, it's like, oh, British people. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Definitely. Like, did you find any of them? Was always like, do you want a cup of tea? Oh and yeah. I, was, I don't even bring tea. Like, people yeah. that are like 12 years old don't really drink tea but yeah. I mean you know yeah, it was yeah, kind yeah. of like on one hand it was cool because I was like oh I'm so unique like I'm British and everyone else is American yeah but also like the town that I lived in there was only other, there was only other there was like one person in my year who was from who just moved there and he was from China and we were only people that like weren't from that town oh wow and like most people's parents there were from there so it was kind of like yeah what was was, kind of I did feel like so different from them to be honest but what was um the town like like was it pretty I don't know can I say like pretty American like did you really I don't know just because America I feel like is so different than England yeah it was so well I'm not gonna lie it was so boring like you think about Henley there's not much to do yeah but like literally in this town there was like five churches (laughs) one overpriced supermarket like one cafe one weird Japanese and French mixed restaurant and that was literally it oh god so would you say that maybe Boston wasn't you learned stuff from it and you're glad you had that experience but it maybe wasn't your favorite your favorite yeah, time I think, yeah I mean I did have a lot of fun like going yeah. skiing and stuff okay in, yeah uh, season but um yeah I would say I probably preferred Singapore yeah well so before we get into Singapore um did you keep dancing when you were in Boston yes I did I actually um fun fact just before I moved Mm -hmm. out of Boston I had I like we were meant to be moving before but I had a dance show and I was like I'm not like leaving without doing this dance show so I wanted to change change our flights so I could do the show and then we left like the next day I love that I did I did ballet and I did um I don't even know why I did. I did something else as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, oh, character. It was character. Oh, okay. Oh, good old character dancing. But yeah. That's fun. It was, yeah, so it was fun. fast forward two years. You're now, are you like kind of 14, I guess? 13? Yeah. Around just like then? just maybe 14, yeah. Um, and you move to Singapore, which again, completely different than both Henley and Boston. Yeah. What was that like? Like, honestly, I loved living in Singapore just because there was so much. I could be so independent because mm-hmm. it's like the whole place is a city mm-hmm. and there's so much to do and it's so safe mm-hmm. that I could literally, like, I could go out any time, get the train, wet, literally wherever. Mm-hmm. And it was all, like, affordable as well. Like, I could literally be on the train for an hour, like, one end of Singapore to the other, and it would cost me less than $2. Oh, 
that's crazy and you like cities you like the yeah like I like yeah yeah and um I kind of get the the idea that you like a lot of things happening and it being kind of busy and that's definitely something that I think I can relate to like I love I love cities and so in Singapore did you live kind of in like an apartment like what was what was life tell me a little bit about kind of your day-to-day life in Singapore so like well in terms of living in an apartment when we first moved there and when we were leaving there we Mm -hmm. lived in like a temporary temporary accommodation kind of thing and like Mm -hmm. apartments and it was so funny when we first moved there because we lived on the 26th floor that's crazy and when there were thunderstorms it like almost felt like the building was swaying oh god and it was it was honestly like it was really fun but like basically quite a lot of the there's quite a lot of glass like walls and stuff with like big glass windows Mm -hmm. and it was almost like like I could fall out of here but it was really fun but on yeah was school really different over in Singapore then yeah well it was kind of like I don't know because I was at a British international school so I was doing British curriculum so even though I hadn't been doing British school for two years it felt more normal to me and probably a little bit more comforting as well I feel like yeah it was like I felt like I was average school but there was a lot of the population of school was definitely not um only British it was very much mixed like people from everywhere so that was interesting Mm -hmm. like some of my best friends like one of them's Malaysian one of them is now lives in New Zealand Mm -hmm. like one of them lives in Bath like it's such a that's so cool so what because yeah you have friends now like all over the world um I guess the question yeah like what what is what's that like like what was it like meeting people um all from different places being at an international school like that you must have learned so much from this experience of kind of growing up across three different places kind of are there specific things that have stuck out to you and that have do you think kind of shaped who you are a little bit from this experience of living across three different places yeah I definitely think I'm because of this I'm like I'm an open person like Mm -hmm. I will and I'm quite I don't know I feel like I am open to new ideas and meeting new people and things like that Mm -hmm. and when I do meet new people I'm like quite like strong friendly towards them because I know what it's like to be in that situation where you are new and I felt especially at my school in Singapore is like international there's such a good atmosphere there of kind of everyone makes an effort when you first go there yeah. because everyone's like been in that same boat of being new mm-hmm. um, I definitely think that's like one of the biggest things about like that has shaped me from this whole experience is kind of like being nice to everyone being friendly to everyone and like just being open mm-hmm. to new ideas new foods everything like that no I think that's so cool and I think another thing that's so special about being someone that has been able to travel at a young age I mean I'm nowhere near as experienced as you but even just from from moving from Canada or sorry moving from England to Canada um having that background of being from another place really does change how you view things I feel like like I for myself like I don't want to necessarily stay in Canada because I've seen what life is like in the UK or I've had the opportunity like I'm so grateful that my parents took me traveling a lot when I was a kid like you've seen so much of the world and like that's so cool like so many people don't get that opportunity yeah it is definitely so lucky like I always joke with my friends like oh I'm such an expat brat haha like I've 
traveled so much and all these things I have so many experiences but I'm I am actually so grateful for everything and I do like take appreciation and all things I've been all the experiences I've been able to have and like I definitely am so thankful that my parents have like moved me across the world Mm -hmm. even even if at the time it felt like so scary and like stressful like why am I doing this I don't want to do this yeah like I definitely think it has shaped me a lot in who I am today and like I've had so many cool experiences because of it yeah and and now here we are fast forward to the future and you're you're back in Henley so what was what was that like kind of going to Boston going to Singapore and ending up back in small little Henley back kind of where it all started does Henley seem really did Henley seem really different um coming back to it like in some ways yes like it felt everything just felt different because obviously I hadn't lived there Mm -hmm. five years yeah and it was just like even the things just even like simple things of like where exactly I thought things were I just Uh it was just wrong I couldn't remember Mm -hmm. but also it's just kind of funny because it is obviously a small town and people and things don't really change that much so yeah kind of people that I left behind were all basically still the same same. as they were and you moved back into the same house which must have been kind of freaky I mean I know you did there's some changes to it and it looks incredible when I saw it in the summer I love your house so much but um that must have also been kind of freaky just like going back it was so weird it was so weird there was always like like I always had this image of my house in my head but actually walking into the house and there were so many things I'd forgotten mm-hmm. like I don't even know how to explain it but it was such a weird experience it's like walking into a ghost town especially when you were there because there was like no furniture there yeah oh no I remember <laughs> that because you basically were just moving in when I saw you was it not last summer but the summer before yeah that's crazy yeah um so I guess another question I have is Henley being the small town it is compared to like a big city like Singapore we've touched on this briefly you prefer the big city do you think you think you like yeah definitely I think I just like having things to do and people to see and just having options like I think Henley was definitely it was difficult for me to move back here because Mm -hmm. I had so much independence in Singapore Mm -hmm. that then it was like moving back here well I couldn't drive first of all Uh yeah um, and then so the train to get into like the nearest city like literally takes like an hour just because mm-hmm. the train is so bad mm-hmm. um, and there's not really much to do in Henley and then obviously lockdown happened yeah and like corona all happened so that was March and I had only been here for however many like nine months or something so I didn't really get to have like that many new experiences and now even if I can drive and like go see my friends and stuff mm-hmm. Like there's still, there's, we still can't really do anything. There's not much, you, yeah, there's not much you can do. And especially because of coronavirus, you don't necessarily want to be getting a train into London or Reading or. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So that was, oh, I love hearing about all your little travel, travels and everything. Um, and so something I want to point out and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but dance is something that's been consistent no matter where you've lived. You kept dancing in Boston and uh, you kept dancing in Singapore and you've, you're dancing in Henley um, and the dances tap. Am I right? Is yes. that, yeah. Well, it's kind of like an interesting development. It's mm-hmm. been a development because when I, when I first started dancing, like in the UK, when I was little, I was doing like ballet, tap, modern, jazz, yeah, whatever, yeah. Like everything. And then I went to. Do you remember you teaching me tap that one time when we were little? 
<laughs> do you remember vividly? No, I can imagine it happening like we ha- you had like a little wooden board um and you like brought it out and you had these like pink t- I don't know why my memory is like yeah. pink tap shoes I did have pink tap shoes oh they were like so I literally loved them so much and everyone else in my class had black and I had pink pink sparkly tap perfect anyways go back to what you're saying so you started doing ballet kind of all styles at the beginning yeah and then in Boston I ended up going to this obviously when you're like trying to find someone new to dance it's kind of weird and I just ended up at this place that was mainly ballet Mm -hmm. um so I just kind of did ballet Mm -hmm. and then um I was like really enjoying it and stuff and I was working towards going on point and then I broke my toe and I couldn't for ages and I was so oh, annoyed but that's awful. I was doing ballet and then I did some character as well and that was fun and then I went to Singapore started actually I went to this studio and I was like I'm gonna try the jazz class mm-hmm. and I came out of the jazz class and I was like it's honestly made me realize how much I miss ballet because I hadn't done it for a while mm-hmm. whilst I was moving mm-hmm. so then I started doing ballet And I was just doing ballet for a while at this studio and I really did like it. And then I basically, I then got into tap through, I became a dance teaching assistant on Saturdays. Yeah, I remember seeing, um, this sounds kind of creepy, but like following you on Instagram (laughs) and watching, Yeah. yeah, like teaching and like assisting and it looking so cool and also just like following your whole like journey on like Instagram as well you're so good at posting stuff which is like very entertaining and I love it um but yeah I remember seeing you starting to teach more but I also just found it so cool that you have kept dancing through through like no matter where you are you've just kept dancing through it all so yeah so continue so you got into jazz yeah, I got into, so I started to teaching and then once I was teaching, I then had to teach jazz and tap, even though I wasn't taking lessons for them at the time. Mm-hmm. But obviously since I was mainly teaching like young children from like, it was from like mummy and me classes up to like 11 year olds. Oh, and obviously yeah. I was 16, so I could basically do whatever they were doing. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of started, I was like, oh, I really miss doing tap now that I'm like doing this um my because my teacher had given me some old tap shoes so that I could properly teach when I was working there and I just started to get so into it again and I ended up just joining the like senior level tap class and then I became friends with like everyone in there and like one of my best friends I actually met in there because she was also a um teaching assistant that's so and fun. then from that I was like friends with those girls and then I was like they were like oh just come join our jazz class so I ended up joining the jazz class so then I was doing ballet tap jazz and teaching and then I eventually started tap fit at that studio as well that's crazy so was any of this attached to your school or is this completely separate it was separate but I got into it because um I was just chatting with my ballet teacher like one day when I was getting my shoes on Mm -hmm. getting ready whatever Mm -hmm. and I was like oh yeah I'm like I'm starting to help out at this like extracurricular activity at school like I'm doing like this dance fitness club thing like because I just want to have some experience with that she was like oh well if you're like looking if you're really into that if you like like working with children like we need a new teaching assistant one of our teaching assistants has just left and I was like oh my god I'm definitely so interested and it just kind of it wasn't anything to do with school but I did come around because I was talking about school 
That's really cool. So you mentioned quickly there tap fit. So that's kind of, I want to get into that a little bit because I think it's so cool and so fun what you've done with that. So that started in Singapore at this studio. Um, yeah. What was that process like? What was, what is, or first explain what tap fit is for those that don't know. Okay. So tap fit is a dance fitness program and it combines like tap dancing with like your generic dance fitness. But what it is is you have these um, slip on taps. So you basically wear your trainers Mm -hmm. and then you have these like rubbery things and they have toe tap and a heel tap and you slip them on over your trainers so you can make the tap sounds while you're doing your dance fitness. And it's honestly so much fun. And everyone that I like try it with or get them to try it out with the feet beats on, they literally love it. Mm -hmm. Like it's addicting. Mm -hmm. That is so fun. So you started, did you start doing tap fit just yourself for fun and then you were like oh I want to try teaching this or did you just straight away be like I want to teach this what was kind of your introduction into tap fit it was kind of random so I mentioned that I started going to this tap class and I was like quite good friends with the with the teachers that I worked with and so it was it was her um tap class that I was attending and so she was a tap fit instructor and then she said to our tap class she was like I need to film some videos for this tap fit program that I'm starting like I'm an instructor I need to send in my choreography and stuff like can anyone volunteer and help me and I was honestly like I don't know if I'll be able to do it but because I've I just started this tap class and my friends were like no come on you're coming so I ended up going and doing this first routine with my best friend and my teacher and literally it was so much fun and then from then anytime she needed choreography Mm -hmm. or videos to be filmed she'd ask she would ask me and my friend to help her out but all this time I couldn't go to any classes because number one they were adult classes and they were during like school day and I was still doing school at this time Mm -hmm. but then sorry it's like such a long ramble no no that's okay keep going it's so interesting when I then went into study leave for my IGCSEs like my exams Mm -hmm. I had like more free time so then I started going to the tap fit classes and at first I wasn't teaching I was just like attending the classes and loving it like I really 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 enjoyed it Mm -hmm. but then really unfortunate way this all came about to be honest but um the teacher got hit by a car on the way to one of the lessons and because she she couldn't really move one of her arms Mm -hmm. and so because I'd done all the choreography videos for her I knew all the choreography so I then just I didn't know I had no idea what was going to happen I just all of a sudden was up there at the front teaching it all on the left That's like in front crazy. of this class of adults like a full class of like 12 adults that I barely knew like teaching it and honestly from that moment I was like I know I can do this I know I want to do this good. because I if I can wow. just do it on, on a whim and I've literally loved it I know I can good for you that's honestly but Daisy that's like so you like you I feel like you've always been you've always been so confident and so good at just like challenging yourself and pushing the boundaries and I think that that's such a cool story that's so cool that that's kind of how you got into it and did you so then from your starting these teaching these adult classes um did you go through like a proper then kind of qualification thing or did you just kind of continue so once I'd done this class and I I went obviously then went home and I was at home I'm like you know I really want like I've just taught this class you're an expert yeah yeah yeah. I want to do it and she was like yeah like 
at some point you can definitely do the training so I I then said to my teacher I was like you know I really enjoyed that like sorry you got hit by a car but I loved it and like I think at some point in the future I'm going to start actually training to do that so then from that point on I then like every class we had I would teach one track um and because I was like loving it so much and getting all my friends involved we then had a I was then attending two adult classes and she started a tap fit teens class because we were all like dying of stress and uh-huh. needed like a huge stress relief so mm-hmm. I then started teaching three like tracks a week when I was going to these classes and then when I moved back here I there were no tap fit classes around me mm-hmm. and then I was, it was still kind of in the back of my mind though like I'm not sure I'm ready to do this training yet like I've got school stuff yeah but wait then... so sorry just interrupt you for one second because TAPFIT um I've never heard of it is it something that is mainly in Singapore or is it around the world it's around the world my my the teacher that was running it there was the only person to run it in Singapore oh, like, wow. there are okay. classes in the UK mm-hmm. but there just were none that were in my area okay so but there's a lot in Australia as well and there's a few in America I think mm-hmm. as well because it's, um, it's such a cool concept yeah it is honestly so fun but um anyway mm-hmm. yeah I, kind of what um, I was saying sorry I interrupted you because I also just have one more question um so were you did tap fit kind of then become your dancing did you keep doing ballet or anything or is kind of tap fit now your main focus well I was doing um I ended up stopping ballet when I moved here just because I found a jazz class that I really liked mm-hmm. so I started doing that and I found a tap class that I was enjoying mm-hmm. so I was doing that and at that time I obviously there was then doing sixth form work mm-hmm. and it was just a lot and honestly when you move there's just so much to consider yeah. and I was like, honestly like to my mom like I just can't be bothered to find another dance studio yeah. for ballet no so I think I'm just gonna give it up but I still did jazz and tap and now I've I'm not doing either of those at the moment mm-hmm. just because of lockdown mm-hmm. and like corona and stuff but when I right now so I'd say right now my main thing is dance fitness but and like tap fit but um when lockdown is over I'll go back to doing jazz I think Mm -hmm. and so with tap fit you're you've actually been able to kind of keep it going like you kind of said in Henley and you're teaching classes even at your at your school am I correct is that yeah yeah yeah, because I got like I am nationally qualified in the UK to teach um dance fitness like I did like a full-on proper course over that's, summer that's, and I'm qualified to teach and like licensed to teach tap fit so I can I started teaching classes at my school when we were able to do that and now I've moved online now that we can't do anything in person but yeah it's been really fun and it's been honestly so fun to like share this thing that I love with like other people and seeing other people enjoy it is honestly such a cool experience yeah that's so cool and so to kind of transfer into a little bit of kind of your future and to talk a little bit about that is dance fitness and tap fit and you've mentioned working with children a little bit um is that kind of what you're wanting to kind of head into after this is your last year of school then you're going to go into university kind of what is kind of your next couple of years um what are you wanting them to look like obviously if you don't know that is completely fair enough but kind of what do you have like a, a big dream or something that you're kind of wanting to work towards the next couple of years 
Um, I would say that in terms of like dance and dance fitness, I can definitely see myself continuing to do it, but I don't think it's going to be like the focus of my future. Like I think it's going to be more something I continue to do on the side mm-hmm. because I don't think I could ever stop doing it at this point. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of like my focus for the next couple of years, I think I'm hoping to go to university to study psychology. Okay. And then I don't really know, honestly, where I'm going to take that. Um, but you're interested in kind of psychology but, and that kind of yeah I'm like interested in psychology and I know that I want to do something working with children just because like I've I feel like I've always been that person that's enjoyed like playing with little kids like I can remember being in um primary school and like you know Sarah who yes. we used to be friends yeah yeah, yeah. Like, we used to sneak off and like go and play with the reception girls because I I don't know why I just I've always kind of gravitated towards it. and mm-hmm. being a teaching assistant I like knew for sure like because I would be there like at like 8 30 sometimes to like three Saturdays and like Sundays doing competitions with like the mini teams mm-hmm. and like I just knew that I definitely wanted to do something working with children no you can definitely yeah. tell that um you and children they click <laughs> And um, so that's that's super cool. So kind of working with children, psychology, doing that sort of thing. Um, do you have like a, a crazy, a crazy dream? Like something that's kind of maybe not as because that's a very like planned out, like that's pretty planned out. Like I'm going to say like realistic, like I think you can achieve that. I think you can. I think whatever yeah. you put your mind to, yeah. you're going to be able to do, honestly, Daisy. And so do you have something that's kind of like a a crazy dream you mentioned with your friends you guys plan out your future and you write it down and I do the same I have like some crazy dreams of my own that I plan out and kind of do you have a big little dream that you feel comfortable sharing if you have one like I mean I don't really know to be honest because I kind of feel like a lot of the things I think are just about like I I don't I would say I don't really have one big particular dream Mm -hmm. because I'm kind of I want to make sure I keep all my options open because I, because I'm not entirely sure what I want to do and I feel like I just want to be I feel like sometimes when you're so focused on one thing like you even you don't even see opportunities that are coming to you and I kind of just want to be able to see everything and like consider everything and I don't even know I feel like I've cha- I feel like I've changed so much and what I want to do has changed so much from the experiences I've already had mm-hmm. and I think I think because I've had so many experiences, I've learned this, that like you're going to decide change what you want to do so much. But I think for a lot of people like our age, um, especially people that like haven't moved, like you and me have, but people that um, like have kind of been in one place all the time, they either have like one big idea, like I want to do that, I know that's what I want to do, or they'll like, have absolutely no clue. But no, I, I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I was just going to say, I think out of anyone, like out of anyone I know, like you're definitely like the master of change, like you have been through so much. And I think that has probably really had a massive influence on how you perceive and want to go about your life. And do you, do you want to stay in Henley in England? Or do you kind of, are you interested about moving, moving again? (laughs) Like, yeah, no, it, it sounds, it sounds crazy, but I definitely think I want to like, I don't know if it does sound crazy. I definitely want to move again. I, I, as much as I love Henley, I cannot see myself staying here. I'll definitely be like moving somewhere else. And I think one of my potential career paths is like being a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely do that, like teaching overseas, like teaching in an international school, like mm-hmm. in America somewhere, like, or I don't know, in Singapore even maybe. Yeah. There are just so many places that I could take that. 
That's really, yeah. that's really cool. That's like, I'm definitely the same. I don't want to, I think I don't necessarily see myself going back to Henley. I don't see myself staying um, where I am now. Like I like the idea of traveling and living in multiple different places or just moving away. I definitely fancy going back to England though. Not going to lie. I do really yeah. miss England. I th- yeah. I mean, I did miss it a lot when I was away as well. I feel like the novelty wears off a bit when you get back. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I know that's the thing. Like, I feel like I say like, it's funny. Cause like I would go back to England in a heartbeat, but then maybe when I'm there and I've lived there for a few years, I'm going to be like, well, why did I, why did I miss yeah. so much? I don't but know. Still, you, can have, you can still have a good few years before the regret sets in. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. Okay. Well, I've loved talking to you and I have one more final question that I ask all my guests. And obviously if there's anything else you want to add on, feel free to mention it. But um, my final question is, is there something that you want to be remembered for when you walk into a room and then leave? What's kind of the impression you want to have on people? Again, it can be a massive thing or it can be something small. Um, I think you've really left an impression like on me through this podcast. I'm not going to lie. Like you're a very cool person, Daisy. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You're very cool too. Um, I think I mean, I don't think there's anything that I want to particularly leave behind in terms of like my job or anything, but I think um, I want people to think I was a kind person. I want people to be like, like, yeah, she was really nice to me. And she like, she like made me smile. Mm-hmm. She, she would like brought me some positive energy in my life. Like, I think kindness is so important. And um, I think definitely since like, being overseas and like feeling isolated sometimes like and just showing people I really know the impact of like one small act of kindness and things like that so I think I just want to be I want people to think that I was a kind person I guess I love that I think you're a very very kind person you've always been kind we've had this conversation before like we've never argued sorry this is kind of random to bring up at the end but do you do you remember when we were younger we used to just like my only memories are like happy laughing yeah oh I appreciate our friendship so much and I just yeah me too I think friendships that you can like stay in contact with people overseas and like every time you see each other you just click I think that's honestly so important Mm -hmm. I think it's so cool and thank you so much for taking some time out of your evening um to sit down and talk with me and yeah thank you so so much it's been much. my pleasure I'm a huge fan of the podcast oh. so you know I couldn't turn it down thank you and for those listening thank you so much for tuning in um I hope to see you again next Monday bye bye